Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the Small Home Collective today. Delighted to be joined by somebody who's on a previous episode, it was episode 7, and it's Tom from Flus. Tom, good evening, how are you doing? Great, Lee, thanks for having me back on here. It's been Not a while, how long it's been, but uh, uh, it's hard to believe it's been that long. In two years, and almost, it's almost like this, this is an anniversary for us, Tom, it was almost two years to the date uh, the uh, episodes have went out in t- September 2021, so I couldn't believe it's been two years since then. Wow, time has flown. Time has flown, and in uh, and, and good way because I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, to hearing how how Fuss has progressed since then, what, what the development's been. So, for those that haven't listened to episode seven uh, back two years ago, we'll do a, a slight overview of what Fuss is. We'll, we'll recap in terms of what the project is, uh, talk about the company. Tom's going to give us an overview of what, what differences have been since that two-year gap. Uh, and we've got some community questions which came in uh, as well. All right. So yeah. Flus is uh, a device which manages uh, who access your property. Uh, you can control anything with an electric motor, albeit a gate, boom, turnstile, doors and barriers. Uh, Tom, when we last spoke, I thought it was a, a good uh, intro in terms of how the device, the concept was created. It was in a pub. Exactly, yes, yes. <laughs> Well, it was actually a mate of mine, we were discussing, you know, um, all the advances in technology and how you still had to uh, carry a remote around with you uh, to get into your gate or to um, have little printed parking tickets to pay for your parking. And if wondering if there was a way that we could improve it. And that led to the invention of Flus. And um, once we set it up in our own offices and tested it with a few mates, we realized that everyone loved it and they wanted to know where they could buy it. So we yeah. realized we wanted something commercial. And uh, that's when the journey began. Good. So it, it was more spawned from a, almost a software development point of view from a, a parking, was it a parking app you were looking at? And then yeah. the, the, the technology then you led you down the path to, to device development? That, that's exactly that. Um, yeah, we, we been running a software consulting business for a while, building apps and websites for people. So we had a, quite a bit of experience. Um, and then the parking app, um, that became the big driver in the beginning. We realized that um, it, it had more uses than just parking. And then Flus grew into a product. And we had, yeah, the, the, the electrical design process was great fun, uh, something I haven't done since varsity days. Um, yeah. It was cool. And got into that and uh, had about 10 versions of Flus built before the first one was ready, ready to be installed in someone other than our gate uh, at the office. <laughs> uh, we definitely released the magical smoke a few times and broke a few devices in the process. And Flus was created. So when we, when we spawned 2021, now correct me if I'm wrong from my memory, the device hadn't been out very long, had it? So September 2021, I think from memory, it'd only been a couple of months. Yes, and in fact, that was a bit of a, a beta product at that stage. Our, our official launch was actually in 2022. Oh, right, okay. Yes, where we, we very early on then. Yeah, uh, where we yeah, started selling with a few just independent distributors and so on. Yeah, and, um, yeah the, the products evolved quite a bit since then. Um, we've... Um, uh, it's essentially, it's the same thing. It's uh, yeah. basically has three wires that plug into any gate or garage or anything electronic, turnstile, boom. Um, it can do a lot more. It turns out it can do a lot more than just access control. People have been using it, cars and fridges and, and so on. But uh, the app is primarily focused on access control, so okay. getting into 
um, properties. Um, that we it's been used at a, in a few gyms, so uh, members okay. get access to the app if they forget to pay the fees, then the access is revoked and they can't get to the gym. Okay. okay. It's been used in resident in South Africa. Has got quite a few residential complexes. Um, one of them has over a thousand homes inside this estate, and they use Flus and all their entrances and exits to control who comes in and who goes there. It's quite quite a good bit of growth since that beta product when we were speaking about it. Yeah, yeah, big, big change. Lots of learning, lots of learning. Yeah. Um, in fact, uh, I know where most of the two years has gone is fixing bugs and customers. <laughs> well, it's so, to hear that you're, you're fixing the bugs. That's what I think from a consumer point of view, it's always nice to hear bugs getting fixed. Yeah, yeah. no. It's, um, it's, uh, it, because it's a hardware device and there's so many different mobile devices out there and we're using – we. Has started off with Bluetooth. Um, uh, there's a lot of quirks when it comes to dealing with certain Android devices, okay. certain Huawei devices, and especially some of the stranger phones uh, that come out of um, that, that you find in the low LSM markets. The, the yep. guys, um, I'm not sure where they come from, but they they don't speak Bluetooth like the rest of them. <laughs> so, um, so one thing that I've noticed since we last spoke, the social media presence has certainly grown. You've got a good Instagram channel. And there's a couple of chaps I'm seeing in a warehouse. Has the footprint and infrastructure of Fluss grown substantially over that over that two-year period? Are you very much where you were when we first spoke? So we've grown a lot. Our growth um has been if you depends on which metric you look at, but it's been more than hundred percent each month for the, for the oh, last wow. six months. Okay. Um, and yeah, we've we've signed up with some really great distributors. Some there's some of the biggest ones in the country. One of them in South Africa is Regal. Um, they're the biggest security store um, chain in the country, and they mm-hmm. they stock us in all the all the branches. Um, and yeah, we, uh, we we've attended a few expos. We, we yeah. now. Um, I think most people in the industry know about Flus, in the security industry yep. know about Flus and uh, are comfortable with installing it. Um, and we're hoping to sell more and more and more. Um, and so, so certainly the footprint in South Africa is you've established now? Yeah, I, w- I would say there's there's lots of room for sales. So we're, still, um, we're known in the security industry, but not necessarily by the homeowners and Okay people in the hospitality industry and people in the building management industry and so on. So there's lots of, lots of scope. And plans to kind of force your way into that uh, sector. Uh, is there a plan? How, how do you tackle that? It's, it's tricky. So as you, you spoke about our social media presence, we've, we've got a, a, a great um, social media manager. She handles all of our posts and so on. And she's, so that, that presence has really helped us a lot. Attract, okay. um, New customers, um, online sales has picked up. Um, although our sales are still predominantly through the vast majority of our sales are through our distributors. Yeah, um, we have listed installers for around the country. Um, people that install Flux devices have done the training, and, um, and so if people come to the website, they can find an installer. Um, but yeah, as Flux is one of those products, we we did the, um, the homework, and if you tell someone about Flux, the sales conversion rate is about 15, 20% at okay. best. If they use Flus once, the sales conversion rate is about 95%. Okay, yeah. Well, it's one of those things that you have to see and try it to really, a lot of people don't understand it until they've opened the gate or opened yep. the garage Plus device. Yeah. And, and it's still, 
And then this is obviously just given the, the model based in South Africa. I, I know we did touch on it before we started recording. The presence in the EU is obviously still lacking. So it, it flushes not an apology. Certainly in Scotland, when I'm from in the UK, unless you go really looking, you, you, when you mentioned flush to somebody, they, they would look at you and say, what did, what did you say to me? Like, um, the, yeah, it's, it's one of our goals. Um, we've we spent a lot of time... Um, Getting the device certified, you know, all the certifications, all the requirements yep. needs to send to the US and the UK markets. Yep. Um, we actually explored a few options with regards to distributors in in the, the EU, but nothing's come to light yet. We 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 we're looking for the right partner to to partner yep. with to, to get into Europe. Um, Excellent. So the South African market um, is a lot smaller, but uh, um, we plus works very well because South Africans are very security conscious. Um, okay. Then we we have a, the highest Gini coefficient, you know, inequality. So there are many wealthy people and very many poor people, okay. and that that leads to higher rates of crime. I think um, it's not the direct cause, but that, that's yep. one of the, the outcomes. And um, that's why South Africans are very security conscious, and many people uh, okay. have big walls, electric fences, and so on. So Flus suits that, but that's not where Flus's usefulness ends. That's that's just a, bit, a beginning. Um, yeah. And now we, we we have been redeveloping our backend um, completely to to allow to scale and to bring in a whole bunch of new features. Um, one of them more suited to to the European and American markets is the Wi-Fi um, version of Flus. Um, Bluetooth will still work. So in the instance that there's no connectivity, um, no data, or no Wi-Fi. I was going to say it's always the worst. The, the the fear for me is your Wi-Fi goes down, you can't open your front door. Yeah, no, exactly. And that, that's why we started with Bluetooth. It was never the goal to end with Bluetooth, but yep. Bluetooth allows you to open it and, um, when when there's no... South Africa, we struggle with our, our grid is under severe strain, so we have okay. periods of no power in areas, and that flush still works because there's a backup battery normally in a gate or a garage, and yep. there's no issue using it. Um, whereas if you, it was purely Wi-Fi based, then game over. You can't get out your garage. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, I'm going to just put an apologies for the people who are only listening to audio only. So for the for the people who are watching this uh, on YouTube, I'm just I've just popped up a, a little a little pictogram of, of what Flus is. So without going too technical, Tom, run run me through the the, the physicalities of the device then. Sure. So I mean, so it's, it's it, that looks exactly as you got on the screen, um, which yeah. is a small square box. Um, uh, smaller than a matchbox, in fact, and it's got three wires that come come out of it, which are basically positive, negative. So that connects to any power supply um, from five volts up to thirty volts, actually, okay. and and ground. And then it's got a trigger, and this trigger is a, it's a normally normally open trigger. Um, so it's a negative pulse that you can, if you want, you can use it to control pretty much anything. Add a relay in tow, and it can switch your lights on or off. Um, it can control gates, garages, turnstiles, booms, yeah. um, as we've spoken about. Um, the device itself it, it, uh, is powered by ESP32 C3 chip, um, yeah. which is a very low power, quite a powerful ARM chip. Um, it's got its own um, cryptographic um, co-processor, so all the cryptography is done on, on a, on a, a, a but onto the chip, so we're not using okay. software libraries for that, and that's how we can ensure that the security of the flus is 
um, quite good. So we not only use Bluetooth, which has its own um, encryption, but we, on top of that, have our own proprietary or making use of the standards. Um, of, yeah. of, we have a, a, a challenge response um, using secret token that's stored securely on the device. Yeah, and, and that's a fair point because it, it was a question that did come in from uh, from somebody on Twitter was from a secure point of view, using the app and, and opening your gates, how, how secure is it that people aren't just able to, to, to well, I'm not going to pretend I know the terminology for hacking, but yeah, how, how secure is, is, is Floss? Well, our goal, our initial goal is to just beat the current standard for gates and garages. As okay. You know, you have rolling codes and um, some of them have fairly sophisticated security mechanisms. Yeah. So our first first um, first target was just to make sure that we we're more secure than those. Uh, and I think we succeeded in that quite quickly. Um, we're always trying to improve it. Um, I would not go so far as to say it's unhackable. Anything with a, a targeted approach and enough time and resources is hackable. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we wanted to make sure that we got to a point where someone would rather break down a wall than try hack the plus. And I th- yeah. And I, th- I think we're, we're at that point, and we're always trying yeah. to improve it. Good, um, super. Okay, super. And installation-wise, you don't need to be an electrician for this thing? No. Funny enough, South Africans are, are very hands-off when it comes to this kind of stuff. So Okay. We do have an installer training program, and if you go through a few of the videos on on the the training, you see on the website there's a training tab. Um, it's, it's literally a five minute installation that anyone could do. Um, okay. It's uh, we have wiring diagrams for the different kinds of garages and gates that you put on it, and if if something doesn't prop up, we always have a chat and our our customer support. We call her our head of customer wire. Um, yeah. Uh, we'll answer your questions in seconds regarding what, how to install it into an alarm system, for example, yeah. or a, um, anything else. Okay. Because it almost seems quite the opposite of the UK, and I don't know whether it's just because of the the people I associate with, but my house, I think if an electrician came in and looked at my house, they would, they would, they would die with fright with what I've done to it. <laughs> Apart from kind of messing a bit with the consumer unit, I'm, I'm happily, I'll, I'll tinker and try anything within the house. That's, that's great. And, and Lee, I, I owe, you, owe you an apology. We, we tried to ship some plus devices to you last time we spoke, but um, when we didn't have the, the UK CA mark. I actually uh, forgot about that. We, we ran into a bit of trouble. So I can't wait to send you a few now to try out. <laughs> come up with. I'll come up with weird, weird and wonderful ways to use it. Excellent, excellent. So uh, from an integration point of view, and uh, uh, the viewers and, and listeners will, will know it and I make no bones about it. I'm a Home Assistant user. I do. I love Home Assistant. But you, there's other many other platforms out there. HomeKit, people use Hubita, Gladys even. Gladys was on was in episode uh, 11 a couple of weeks ago. Yes. From an integration point of view, where, where, where is Fluss at that point in time? Is, are you still within your, your, your app or are you, are you able to open up yet? <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. Um, well, we... As I said, we're rewriting the. We have been rewriting the entire backend of, of Flux, and, um, and we're bringing in uh, Wi-Fi functionality. So, luckily, that's just a firmware upgrade on the current version yep. of the hardware, because um, the ESP32 chip supports Wi-Fi out the box. And the, one of the main purposes of that was to enable the integrations. We, we thought okay. we could. Um, uh, we thought we could integrate with a lot of it using Bluetooth, but that just turns out to be too much of a headache. Um, yeah, okay. 
So w- once we introduce Wi-Fi, then the integration into HomeKit, the inter- Home Assistant, or everything that you've spoken of becomes much more uh, doable. And that's once once you've launched that, our very next goal is to enable um, the integrations. In fact, we've been okay. testing a few of them here, and it's exciting what we can Super. do. Super, really good, excellent. The, what, what's the future hold like then for us? For, for us? For Fluss? So for, for two, two years, you, you've left better. You're now uh, kind of starting to take over the, the South African market. I know you, you have touched on EU, US is, is kind of the market you want to t- tap into next. Is that really the, the, the next stage where you, where you want to take Fluss? Absolutely. So, I mean, we, we haven't been twiddling our thumbs behind the scenes. We've, we've been trying our best to learn um, learn as much as we can. Uh, yep. There's a lot more to, to taking a product to market than we anticipated. Yeah. Uh, we've had to become experts in packaging and marketing and yep. uh, certification and finding the right partners, the, the distribution channels, and, and how to make sure that we can keep all parties happy in, in that yep. process. Um, and But I think we've learned a lot, and I think we're ready to take the next step, which is to, to grow firstly flush into the rest of the world um, yep. and second to start uh, working on new features, new products. Um. You know, I'm glad you said that because it's a question I have which I actually never cheekily never put on the agenda. So from a new product point of view, a product manufacturer, device manufacturer starts somewhere, flush, you've started with the, the flush device. Is there is there a roadmap which shows future devices? Absolutely. I, I can't go into what I can, I, yeah, I can imagine, yeah. <laughs> um, but, but I mean, there's a lot happening in the spaces, you know. Matter is becoming quite quite popular, and I think that's yep. going to open a lot of doors. And, and thread is is very exciting for us as well. Um, so we we we've got our uh, we've got our eyes on a few things that we we're pursuing. We have a few products that we're prototyping at the moment. Uh, um, but yeah, we, we we're basically following following our customers' needs um, at the moment. Good. So. We're, we're chatting to them and seeing where 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 there's a lack where we can integrate and innovate. Um, we are also in discussion with a few um, hardware manufacturers, some uh, people who manufacture gates and turn cells and rooms to have a tight oh. integration with devices and their devices. So yep. sort of bringing us that smart layer natively to a device um, yep. to a gate, and and that's very exciting. That's very we're, we're far along the road with a few of those and oh, okay, fantastic. To hit the market, yeah, super. From a, and, and again, apologies, Tom. This question's not on the on the agenda. From a, a regulation and certification point of view, how how, how painful has that been? And I'm, I'm going to tie back to Apple had their announcement recently, and they're, they're moving from Lightning ports to USB USB C because of EU reg- regulation. And Apple would have been against it for so long; they've had the hands have been forced. They're now going down that USB C port uh, standardization. How have you felt as a kind of up and coming new New company, new device. The the meeting the certification regulation point of view has it been difficult? I, I think when you don't know about the processes, then it, it's difficult. It's tricky to understand. And yep. um, you know, had we known, we probably would have hired some a consultant early on to help us make sure we sure. did everything the right way the first time. Um, but once you've gained an understanding, and firstly. You can understand the need for it because you can put together any electronics that's not safe or could be harmful or um, damaging to other equipment um, very easily. Um, and so the, the, I can see there's a very good need. Uh, it serves a serve, fulfills a very good uh, purpose having the certification. And luckily, the certification once you understand what's what's required and what what's expected of you, it's not too difficult 
to to get the, the EU CE mark. The UK CA mark is very similar. Uh, the okay. FCC requirements are, are not too dissimilar. South Africa has its own requirements. And that, that once once you've started ticking the boxes, it becomes easier and easier. Um, and, and now that we know how to do it, it will be much, much easier for us to do it the next time and the next time. Okay. No, that's just very interesting. Good to know. Good to know. Okay. Okay. Questions wise, I've, I've kind of came to the end there. One one I always like to uh, ask most people is from a smart home. Listen, Tom, you've got a smart smart device. Okay. I, I would expect the corner of a, of a smart device company has a, a, a top notch smart home with a high end automations, living and breathing AI. Tell me, what, what does your smart home look like? <laughs> that's a, you, you heard the saying that. Uh, what, the, the the plumber's pipes are always leaking. So, <laughs> yes, it's it's a bit like that. Um, I do have quite a bit of um, yes, uh, smart devices. So, with, so South Africa with its power problems now, um, basically we've got we're off the grid. We we've okay. been powering out everything with solar, and with that you need control of water heaters and um, you know all of that. Now I've moved on to um, oh, home automation. Right. Home assistant, and you know, using whatever devices that I can find that suit the the current draw and so on. And so everything's on phone. Recently, we we had an issue with internet, and our home nearly fell apart because we couldn't connect and control everything. So my wife was very upset with me. But uh, um, yeah, I, I think for the most part, uh, something's always in a state of needs a little bit of attention. It's never quite. It's, it's, it's a never ending job. Listen, yeah, it's, it's constant. It's constant. But listen, that's, that's, I suppose in, in the end of the day, that's why, that's why we do have smart homes because there's an enjoyment there to constantly tinker and play around and see what's next. Absolutely. No. And well, my, my wife, uh, she often gets to the gate and can't open it because I've installed a new version of the flush that I'm testing and I forgot to give her access. That's <laughs> so, uh, we we're always learning. <laughs> Well, I'm I'm constantly changing how we turn lights on in the house, so it's uh, my wife has, has the exact same pain points. Yeah, my um, my two year old daughter, she just loves saying, "Hey Siri, turn the." <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, we I've got a four year old and a two year old, and uh, we've got a robot vacuum, and they've now discovered it's called Shorty, and oh. Shorty is on in our house constantly because they're, they're straight away asking asking. Echo devices to stick on shorty, so yeah, it's it's part and parcel of, of having a smart home. I suppose you can go go, go run with that. Oh, great fun, great. Yeah, just tell my wife that. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant, Tom. Listen, I really appreciate your time. Anything you, before we finish up? Anything you, you kind of any finishing notes you want to just uh, give give us a bit of floss? Um, Lee, thank you very much for having me on here. It's been great to chat. Not all. I won't forget to send you this device this time. Um, I'm going to hold you to that. No, but, but if any of your, your listeners in the EU or the US are, are interested in, in trying out FLAS or, you know, putting in touch with some partners, I'd really appreciate uh, uh, someone Super. getting on us and chatting to us. It would be fantastic. Brilliant. Yeah, so anybody out there, either get in touch with myself uh, or, and I can pass you on to, to, to Tom and the team or uh, contact FLAS directly and they'll be able to, uh, to sort you out. Great. No, thank you so much. Right. No, Tom, thank you very much for your time. So everybody, I hope you enjoyed the episode. You, the usual gentleman's agreement if you did enjoy the episode give it a like give us a subscribe if you're on YouTube if you're listening to it on your favourite podcast platform hit that like and hit that subscribe so everybody thank you very much 